All right, we have another very special episode of Unpack Pittsburgh podcast. We are on location in the beautiful South Park, located in the South Hills. I believe this is still considered Allegheny County. It's a beautiful sunny day. We are we were going to record inside, but we had to do it outside. So hopefully the mics do their job and cut out all the birds and all the cars driving by. But let's get into it. So today, this is what I like to call the People of Pittsburgh podcast, right? So there's two versions of the Unpack Pittsburgh podcast. One, we find amazing people to highlight and learn about. And then the second is on Friday, Elena and I, uh, we do the Happy Hour podcast where we try to find a cool bar or restaurant, go there, meet with some of the staff, and kind of unpack what happened that week for Unpack Pittsburgh, as well as what's going on in the city of Pittsburgh. So enough about Unpack Pittsburgh. Let's get to know our guests. So why don't you guys take a second and just introduce yourselves. All right. Hi, I'm Elena Waterick, Elena underscore Waterick on social media. I grew up in Pittsburgh, lived here my whole life, and I'm a senior at West Virginia University. I'm majoring in fashion merchandising and minoring in social media marketing. I love it there. And over summer, I am full-time content creator and during the school year. Hi, my name is Sila Simonetta, just Sila Simonetta on all social medias. Um, I am from North Huntington, Pennsylvania, born and raised there. I am a recent Pittsburgh... Pittsburgh um, college grad. I went to congratulations. P- <laughs> Thank you. I went to Pitt Greensburg, and I'm 22 years old, and I work full time as online sales and doing content content creation on the side. Excellent. So we'll probably title the podcast like two local Pittsburgh content creators. Uh, we might even do a little fun segment where we do some rapid fire questions. Uh, First, before I start asking, I do want to say thank you to both of you. I know, Elena, you have a little bit more experience as the co-host of uh, the Unpack Happy Hour, but I do know how much you despise being in front of the camera. And, Sila, this, I believe, is your first time being on a podcast. Is that right? So I definitely appreciate it. They were a little nervous, but they're (laughs) overcoming their fears, uh, and I definitely appreciate both you guys coming by. So content creators, for how long have you guys been doing this about? Um, I would say since like 2020 is really like okay. during COVID is when I was the pandemic. One of the reasons why you kind of like you were just sitting at home and said, what the heck am I going to yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, I saw a bunch of other people just doing it and I was like, well, I'm, I like doing all this stuff. I like taking content. I like fashion. I like beauty. Why, why, why can't I do it? So that's really when I kind of just started posting. That's a great question. One of the <laughs> things that one of the f- quotes that we said and one of the last ones was uh, in the first podcast was from Ray. Uh, and it was like, if not now, when? But that's another great quote is like, why not me? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're passionate about something, you see something that, you know, you could spend your time in. And there's a lot of things that we could choose to do with our time that's destructive. This is probably fun. Some might call it therapeutic. Um, there's a lot of benefits. Could be financially. Uh, but uh, that's awesome that you were able to kind of use such a, interesting time in the world to kind of create something so Mm -hmm. good for you how about you um i've been taking content creation seriously for about like two and a half years now um i've always been interested in social media uh growing up uh, i modeled and i was really into art photography so all of it together plus fashion of course it's kind of like my form of art i would say it's like i'm 
the artist for my social media when it comes to planning all the details, the location, the outfit, directing a video, like planning a script, all of that comes together. But yeah, I love it. That's cool. It's very cool. So I have a question. The difference between, and Elena, you can answer this one first, is the difference between a content creator and an influencer. Um, they're kind of the same terminology. It just depends on what word you want to use. I prefer a content creator. Uh, I think it's a little more professional, like that's a job title. Um, some people do say influencer. A lot of people call me an influencer, but I don't want to act like I'm manipulating anyone or forcing anything. I just post what I like and some people like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we might get into the second half of that. Uh, what would you call yourself? Are you call yourself a content creator or what's the phrase like when someone says, and I know this once, just, once again, I should preface, you said this isn't your main full-time job, but if someone does say, oh, do you, you know, do that? How, do you, how would you say? Um, I would probably say content creator because I feel like they kind of work hand in hand, mm -hmm. just depending on what you create. Um, content creation, I feel like it's a broad subject like mm -hmm. influencing you can post like what you like and influencing people to buy certain things if you like it or if they like it and content creation like is just day-to-day -day life or outfits like it's not really like you can influence them to do the same but and you would consider yourself lifestyle or like is there like like is there variations of content creators or how does that work um, I definitely think there's variations, just depending on what your niche is. Okay. Um, they have food content creators, mm -hmm. if you like to cook, fashion, um, what else? <laughs> yeah, like travel. Yeah, travel. Some so, are just beauty. Right. So I feel like, me personally, I like to do all of that, so mm -hmm. I kind of just keep it into like lifestyle like I love to travel, I love beauty, I love fashion, I love food, so like I kind of just make that my brand and I just do it all yeah it's pretty cool for a job of content creation like you can kind of pick what areas really apply and add enjoyment to your life where you know other jobs sometimes things that fit the description for your job title are things that are just a headache or some kind of struggles and I know there's still stuff that comes behind the scenes a lot of times with a content creation uh, profession or job but it's just like nice that you can say, hey, I'm going to travel. This helps me create content. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to pick a nice, cute outfit out. This creates good content. Is there a brand as far as like clothing or uh, whether it be food or drink? Or is there is there a brand that stands out? One, that you've done before that you said, wow, that was a great video. Or two, if the brand is listening, and we'll tag them because you got to give these girls some, <laughs> uh, some clout. Is there... Your favorite one maybe that you've done so far and something that if you might want to be passionate about doing in the future? Uh, well, I was really excited to collab with Good American. Um, I had a fashion scholarship gala in New York, and one of our speakers there was Emma Greed, the co-founder of A Good American, along with Khloe Kardashian. So a week after I got home from that trip, they reached out via email, and that, that was really exciting for me. Yeah, that's cool that they took the time to reach out. I, I could I could imagine as a brand, like not for Unpack, but for Stonewater, like when we've written, maybe we'll hint that we've worked with you guys before, but like <laughs> it's there's so much going on in a company. And I would say the digital side, the content creation side is still a little new for some 
companies and I could see how something like that like even something so simple as like a reach out or a thank you or just an email or text sounds so simple but I could see that getting lost in you know in all the other stuff so that's really cool that that company took the time to do that mm-hmm. I'm sure it meant something um personally I haven't worked with like many like fashion companies but some Amazon like small small what brands? would you call it? Yeah, yeah small brands they would reach out and like send me a shirt or send me like a phone case and just post about it so like mainly amazon has been a big big okay. thing for me cool and i just really i love their fashion on there so so i have to ask that was probably something that when people think of becoming a content creator influencer whatever the verbiage you choose i bet you i don't know this for a fact but i would think that there is probably some sort of stigma or thought process of they just get a bunch of free stuff and they post it and that's all they freaking do mm-hmm. um I know that's not because I see the scenes. I see what you do for unpack. Like, what is that process? Like if like, do people like, like how do they find your address or like, how do, how do they, for the people listening who want to get into content creation are curious how they might start working with brands. That's the first question. Second, you know, if there's a brand out there, how might they reach you to see if they, if you could start promoting their stuff? Uh, well, I have my email listed in both of my social media bios, so that's how a lot of brands can reach out to me through there if they come across my page. Uh, using hashtags can help them lead to you. Okay. And um, once you first start out, you'll do gifted campaigns, so they'll send you an item in exchange for you to post it. But once you start growing your following and get that engagement, then you can start charging for posts. Okay. I'm not going to ask what you charge. Um, <laughs> I want to, but just by the time you see it, it's probably going to go up. Uh, how about you? Um, yeah, just the same thing. I have my email, and a lot of companies will just message me directly on Instagram. Okay. And just like she said, you'll start off with gifting. They'll give, they'll send you it, and then you just have to post about it. Well, they'll be like, oh, post a reel and a post, or like post a story and a reel. And then as that following as your engagement gets higher, they'll you can start charging as well. I could see as both of you guys grow your brand and your following and your clout, you'll have like, it might have already happened, but like a decision eventually to make. Like I could see certain brands reaching out and then you have to choose one, does it fit to your brand? Mm-hmm. But then also, do you personally like believe and back that? Because right. I have seen, I mean, we live in a world of cancel culture and things like that and it, you know, it happens. Like you do have to be aware of what you're promoting. Like if if someone sent me, who I have three followers, all family members, like if someone sent me a drink to promote it, I'd be like, heck yeah, I'm going to do it. But like I don't know the ingredients. I don't know anything about it. But like I'm sure you guys have to kind of think a little bit more. That's probably a process. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm on my emails like all day long. I get about like 10 each day. And a lot of them I do say no um it depends on the product too and if they're willing to have a budget for it mm-hmm. like there's a lot of supplements out there and if i don't believe in it i'm not gonna promote it for sure yeah it definitely has to match my brand though like one of them was a surface cleaning spray i'm not i don't really post that kind of stuff so she doesn't clean at all <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> i do <laughs> Uh, no yeah that's like the same thing so if it's like for example I was working with a hair care company and then another one like a few more reached out I was like 
I don't know if I want to do this right now. Like I'm already working with one. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to post their stuff. And then the next week post another hair care. That would kind of be like yeah silly. So yeah, same thing. Like just picking and choosing and researching the brand before you say yes. And it makes sure it aligns with your, what's your brand. Yeah. It's interesting. So for Stonewater Salon and Spa, we've worked with influencers um, or content creators. And it is interesting from our perspective, the business perspective of how that content gets absorbed and consumed by their following, right? So most of our following already know, like, trust us. They already are fans. Uh, a lot of them are guests and clients. But when someone like, you know, for instance, you guys come in and then you post to your following. That's people who might not know Stonewater. They might not, you know, they don't know about us. So I could see how it is so important for brands to find the right influencers just as much as it's right for you to find the right brands. So that's pretty cool. As far as filming goes, so what have you guys had or found a favorite top three best whatever places to film in Pittsburgh. I mean, we literally found this spot on a whim. The roads were closed. The pavilion I picked out was blocked. There was always something on film days, but we made it work. That's why we have sunglasses on. We're not trying to look cool. The sun (laughs) is out, so don't hate on that. But uh, where do you guys like to film? Um, Personally, I love filming at my house and outside of my house just because I do more lifestyle content. So I'll do wake up and get ready with me for the day. Um, a day by the pool, but I also do like just filming wherever I go, like just mm-hmm. that lifestyle content. Um, there is a little city downtown Irwin near me, which is super cute to take content when I'm okay. down there. Um, honestly, anywhere for me, I just. So I was just in Irwin <laughs> this weekend for the first time ever. Um, it was at a barn venue. So shout out to Josh and Emily for getting married. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, but. It was a cool. It was a cool town. Yeah, it was a cool. It's I, super I didn't cute. get to explore too much, but the area that we were for the wedding was, uh, or the reception or whatever it's called, yeah. was fantastic. So, how about you? I work with a lot of brands to do um, TikTok and Facebook ads, so it'll be like a product video. So I do a lot of those at home. Um, but when I'm not at home, I like to go to coffee shops. Definitely, those are like the top, because I do a lot of um, outfit videos. So those are like really easy, like just finding a cute little coffee shop. I'm in Mount Lebanon a lot, so that's probably like my top area. So when you were talking about the pool, my first thought was like, (laughs) if I was you, it'd like motivate me to always be by the freaking pool. I got to get content. Um, For you, you just said close. And then like you said, it's like you might use the word easy, but like, is it like, because I mean, I don't want to sound like, I don't know if this is good or not, but like if you wear something, do you... Does everyone see you wearing that same thing like the next day? You're like, oh, she just posted that. Like, do people ever judge that like you wear the same outfit? <laughs> um, I don't. Okay, good. I just, <laughs> I just thought of that. I don't really. I change it up a lot. Okay, so you always have to have a lot of outfits. You're always yeah, shopping. Yeah, that's definitely a big stressor for me. You gotta go shopping. <laughs> forming different outfits. I try not to buy too much, just cause that's bad for the environment yeah <laughs> but like moving things around trying to form different outfits with the same pieces how about thrifting important. we talked about thrifting yeah. a little bit but yes go ahead. I, I love thrifting now i got into it like this past year um it's really fun you find like some really unique pieces there that no one else will have mm-hmm. how about you how about you Sheila? Uh 
Do you thrift? Um, I have. Okay. Um, not very often, but when I do, I find some good finds. <laughs> yeah. That's something I like never do, but it seemed like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. To be honest, kind of like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Something to do. Yeah. That would be a good, we're going to make content <laughs> at thrift. We're going to get some thrifters <laughs> and we're going to go out. Everyone's going to get a budget and we're going to see who makes the best outfit. That's and we're going to make some content on that. Um, <laughs> that sounds great. Okay. So you said your favorite location. Uh, if there is someone listening as in wants to perhaps get into the content creation area profession, what advice could you give them? Uh, whether it be through your experience or things you've learned, like what's some advice? I would say just start posting. Um, everything and anything is content can do a day in your life going to get your nails done going to the grocery store going to starbucks literally anything and just post it uh, i think the biggest thing is people care too much about what other people think uh once you drop that it becomes really easy yeah i agree um just be yourself and post whatever you want and don't don't let people stop you from doing what you love and be consistent if you want to grow at all like just wow. just post whatever and be consistent with it yeah sorry i wasn't laughing there was a wasp <laughs> that just landed here and i yeah. thought i was gonna get attacked um the so we can kind of wrap up um but i do have to say so you know you said be yourself and you kind of said just like do your thing and don't let others kind of like get in your head while we were setting up for this podcast. I'm not even sure I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm going to, while I was setting up the cameras and everyone was prepping, uh, Elena's phone went bing and some, we'll call him a jag off cause we're in Pittsburgh, <laughs> wrote a comment that was like what I would find exceptionally offensive and like hate if you will. Um, so how do you and like I'm not sure if you've experienced anything like this, but maybe you can just give some advice on how maybe someone could handle it. But I just experienced that kind of with you, and you were I was like, you know, WTF? I, I'm I'm trying to keep it like I'm trying not to swear, but I was kind of pissed, and you were like, eh. I was like, what? So like, how do you deal with that? Because I'm sure that is a big reason why a lot of people don't just post because there are those jagoffs out there who just will write things that are just mean. Yeah, I, I kind of just laugh it off. I don't take it seriously. I mean, it's some random person, probably from across the country. Like, I don't know. It's not going to ruin my day. I just delete it and laugh about it. I yeah. don't know. I mean, Have it's, you it's been able to new. do that forever? Or was that something, like to me, like I feel like that's almost like a skill set you need to build up and remember that, you know, I heard this saying one time, like, if you don't have in today's world and content creation, if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. Yeah. And just that alone is sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, I do understand it. Right. Cause if you're not doing something that's worth trying to put down, maybe you're not doing something, but like, like, have you always been good at like just letting that? Cause that seems like that could really cause some angst or anxiety. I don't know. I mean, I think just growing up, like as a girl, <laughs> you have to deal with it. Yeah. You just, you're used to it. I mean, my parents always told me, like, just let it go. Don't let anyone tell you how you should feel or how you look. You just have to be confident in who you are. Yeah. That's great advice. Good job, parents. How about you? Um, I don't, I wouldn't say I get that much hate, but when I do, um, I just ignore it. Like, like she said, I, 
laugh it off. And the older I get, the more I do that. Uh, if you asked me, like, when I first started, I definitely mm-hmm. would have been, like, very sensitive yeah. to it. But clearly, if they're putting you down, you're doing something that they wish they could do or that they don't have, and they're just jealous, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the word I like to use. If they can't support you or or just rude and hateful they just are clearly jealous of you and yeah i remember listening to a podcast by gary v and he was saying i have empathy for people who hate on me because they're taking time out of their day to hate on me like i feel sorry for those people and like it's really i was kind of pissed i was like what the hell like come on like who would write something like that? it's a real profile it's not like some bot i was like yeah. who like put who like i they didn't get any good parenting advice, in my opinion. <laughs> but I don't want to end on the haters because, you know, that's just a shame and it's part of the job. And, you know, I would say that there's a lot of people who, you know, would look at content creation as like a gift of a job. And it probably is, to be honest, because you get to live your life and do some fun things and get some access through, through you know, your work. But it doesn't make it right to just talk crap on someone. That kind of pissed me off. So we're not going to end on that. But we're going to end on what's your favorite platform to post on like what are you guys working on right now is it tiktok instagram facebook uh you might say discord like um oh actually that might be for your other gig so your answer might be really interesting but go ahead um personally i love doing instagram and tiktok um i've always done instagram but i feel like as tiktok is growing i get i'm getting more getting back into tiktok um just creating just what i would post on instagram or I'll create content just for TikTok and then reshare it on my Instagram. Okay. So I'll just reuse content. But those are my two main that I use for like content creation and posting. I also use Instagram and TikTok and how she said like repurposing. Like the videos you post on TikTok, you can also post them to Instagram. So that's really nice for us and seeing like which one works better on which platform. Right. Um, I've been focusing more on Instagram right now since I, I grew a lot this past month. But um, TikTok definitely is more time-consuming because it's videos and having to plan what you're going to create. But is that hard for you? Like, Because if you're posting one or every other day, like you always have to stay ahead of the content machine. Like, How do you... Yeah, I definitely get burnt out sometimes, but even just scrolling on TikTok and seeing what other people are doing, that inspires me. Or just going about my day and videoing what I do, I can always turn that, put text over it and turn it into something useful. Yeah, I can't help but think it's so cool to be a content creator because it kind of pushes you to kind of get out there, mm-hmm. like go do more things. Like mm-hmm. I feel inspired to become a golf content creator every day, 36 holes. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, so say we'll do a little outro we'll wrap it up um maybe just kind of say for people who are listening uh whether it be just listeners brands what if anything can someone out there who's listening to this how can they help go ahead you can take it first help what help like uh like hypothetically speaking like maybe you want to manage people's social media accounts so if there's brands out there maybe you could say hey if you're looking to grow your digital presence I can help okay yeah well I've gotten a lot more into Pittsburgh content so if you're a Pittsburgh business and need a social media manager or just want a video posted to my account you can reach out to me Um, I do want to help my city um, and use my platform to help 
Unless you're a surface cleaning. Don't send. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, just I'm mainly looking for like just growing a bigger community and followers, I would say. Um, just people I can influence, I guess. But just have people who can look up to me, I guess. Okay. Or... I could see how being, see, I hate the word influencer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. I feel like there's very, some negative connotations that could be dangerous too. Uh, it's also a little stigma in the industry, but like thinking it as a potential, almost role model position for someone out there who doesn't have someone. Um, it also depends what it is. Obviously like drinking a cup of coffee. I don't necessarily think that's oh my gosh, changing my life inspiration. <laughs> but there are times where maybe you do some things. I told you one of my favorite posts that you did was like a post where you like talked about how like when you first started, you used to be shy filming. And then you just kind of got over and just do it. Like those kind of posts, something so subtle and so simple, there might be someone out there that there's that one line that catches them that could totally change their life forever. And mm-hmm. I think that is influence, if you will, but not an influencer. Because I hate the word. Yeah, but I agree. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think that is it for today. Thank you, Elena. Thank you, Sila, for joining me outside at South Park for Unpack Pittsburgh podcast. Thank you. <laughs>